Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, welcome to your neighborhood pharmacy. Hi, I've got a prescription for diabetes test strips. How much is the copay? Well, it depends on your type of commercial insurance and factoring in your yearly spend, subtracting the deductibles, also depending on your monthly Ugh, allowance. Why can't there be a better option? Or you could try Contour Next test strips. A 35 counts only $19.99 over the counter and proven to be highly accurate. Go to contournext.com slash radio to see if over-the-counter strips are a more affordable option for you. Hmm, I think I'll try Contour Next. Is it acceptable to go to Mickey D's just for a drink? <laughs> of course it is. But good luck leaving with just a drink. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. And right now, a small Minute Maid slushie is just $1.59. So all you have to do is choose a flavor, like the tropical mango or strawberry watermelon, and enjoy like it's meant to be enjoyed. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And the next one I'm going to get is the Flash, the animated one. Alright, got the music going. And Corner to Corner is live in 5, 4, 3. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Corner to Corner Wrestling Radio. I'm Stan Grubb. My tag team partner is Brian Taylor. It is Monday night, and uh, I think it's time to empty our gear. That's what I think. I think it's time to empty our gear because it was quite full. Yeah, but I don't think these, I don't think the listeners deserve to hear me tonight. Oh wow! Did, did they? Did they? Have you been? Have you been hurt by your listeners? No, I don't. I, I don't I think I've been hurt, but wow! I just don't think they deserve it. Well, sorry. You know, get, get, get in my my world, and in the, my world, in your world, we have a new AEW World Champion. That's a pretty good world. Pretty good world to live in right now. Yes. Yeah, full gear, um, packed with. Uh, as usual, AEW delivers a solid pay-per-view. Um, tag team matchup, which was uh, not, at least nine-tenths of it, was great. The finish was a little like, what? But we'll talk about that. Uh, the women's match, women's title match. You know, I'm getting tired of being wrong on what my predictions are for that. Uh, Tony, TK, we got to talk about this, buddy. you going to help me help you. Uh... You know, Inner Circle versus America's Top Team wasn't was it was it a was it a train wreck? Was it not? We'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, Darby Allen and MJF was a was a headlock takeover enough to get the job done? Would be the question. Um, all this and more right here on Corner to Corner. If you're listening to us, we are live at c2cradioshow.com. You can also catch up with us over on SoundCloud, Spotify, 
uh, Apple. Apple iTunes, Amazon Music, and of course Pandora as well, and Amazon Podcasts. Always, always happy to have our listeners here. Thank you so much for continuing with the downloads. Uh, hey, let's just get right into it, man. Full Gear this past Saturday delivered a three and a half hour pay per view, including the buy in. Did it make it before? I don't, I don't know what you watched, but uh, wasn't it close to 12 by the time it went off? It was 12 when it ended. Uh, so, so, yeah, that's 7 30. Yeah. Four and a half. Oof. Um,. Did it first question then? Did it feel like that long? Because I would say it did not. No, it definitely did not. But I, I, so again, though, I mean, there were, we had people over. Right? Yep, Y'all yep. were here. Rob was here. Mm-hmm. We were conversing. We were having good friendship. Yeah. Time. You know, y'all would shut up. So I was getting mad. No, I'm just kidding. I'm usually the one that gets mad when I can't hear the commentary. That's usually me. I'm usually the guy that's like, would you guys just let me hear it? <laughs> no, no, but, I, you know, I mean, we were, we, we had a good time. So yeah. It was, you know, it's not like some pay-per-views. It's just literally drag you to the bottom of the ocean. And um, it was fun. I thought it was fun. So I figured out something. I figured out why I was thinking that Paige wasn't going to win. Oh, yeah, why? Because no faith in the Virginia boy. No, of course not. Because you know, this is what he's doing. He's winning. And I, what am I going to do? Get this way? No, I figured it out. Because a long time ago, there was a pay-per-view called Halloween Havoc. Where it was Hogan and Randy Savage. And all of us were excited. All of us youngster wrestling fans. To finally see Hollywood Hogan get put in his place. And instead, we get Randy Savage just destroyed. And then we finally get a 15-minute promo between Roddy Piper and Hulk Hogan. The ultimate letdown, worse than the finger poke of doom, in my opinion. And it reminded me, I was thinking about it on the way home, actually. It reminded me how disappointed I was when that happened. And I just have always been worried that they were, that would happen again. Because, let's be real, how many pay-per-views have we seen in our history where it was just like, ugh, why did it end that way? Oh, yeah, there's been several. However... Like I've, I've been on this, right? Yeah. I've been spot on, right? Especially with this, right? Mm -hmm. I've been telling Mm -hmm. you for weeks, it's the end of a chapter, right? What I tell you that day, right? Remember what I told you? Mm -hmm. So I went back and watched the promo where they introduced Double or Nothing and AEW. Yep. Right? And again, who's the guy that flips over the AEW? Adam Page. Page. Yep. So, I, you know, it, it, again, it, that's the the little prologue, mm-hmm. you know? But again, he's the hero because he's, oh, wait, it's not just a pay-per-view. It's not just any pay-per-view. It's not just a bunch of, no, no, this is what the, you know, the headline, the, yeah. the promotion, you know? This, this is it. And it was time. It was time. That, that gold is coming to Virginia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, AEW Dynamite and Rampage going to be recorded on the 17th at 7 o'clock Eastern Time from Norfolk, Virginia. The formerly known as the Norfolk Scope, now called the Chartway Arena. This is pretty cool stuff right now. So 
84% of the tickets for this establishment have been sold. So out of the 5,446 estimated available seats, 4,552 have already been sold. So there's 894 left. Two things I really dig about, the, and I got to give a shout out to WrestleTix over on Twitter, at WrestleTix. Um, I love seeing the statistics for these. Because the one thing that we didn't have in our earlier fandom was, all right, well, what does ticket sales really look like? What does it really mean when they say somebody's putting butts in seats? And now we can see it. Um, now, of course, AEW does a tremendous job of promotion when they put these shows together. They make sure that there is a stacked roster. I mean, even if you don't know the wrestler, the, the people on the card, you know the roster. So you know it, you know, you're going to get CM Punk, you're going to get Brian Daniels, and you're going to get, of course, Adam Page, the Bucks. I mean, it's a stacked roster, so it's hard to imagine them not selling the remaining tickets. I'm pretty sure it'll be pretty close to a sellout. Oh, yeah. Well, I would imagine by the time you get closer, it'll probably, the number will creep up. Yeah. Um, so... It's a, it is interesting, though, that you know you now have some some place where you can like legit see, you know, the mm-hmm. number of tickets that have sold and are left. Now the the number that he provided this was tweeted out. Um, let me just get the stat on this. Yesterday at eight o'clock in the evening. So this was the receipt of information. He says he got it from before the pay per view on Saturday. Um, so post pay-per-view, you know, it's a little early to tell, Hey, is Adam page truly selling tickets? But I would also identify that the tickets that are available now are all from at the stage to behind the stage. That's going to be kind of hard to sell those. Yeah. I mean, from right at the stage level, I would probably be okay with that. Still kind of a far distance from the ring, but you know. If you're yeah. perpendicular with it, that's fine. Uh, or parallel, I mean. But behind it, yeah, no. I don't want that. Yeah, well, it sounds like this is a smaller arena anyway. Yeah, Scope. I remember Scope being able to fill about 15,000. But that's back in old school WWF, WCW days where the house shows didn't have like a TV screen or anything like that. It was just the ring what in the middle and seats everywhere. Are you sure the Norfolk Scope wasn't torn down and this was... You know what I'm saying? Or this is like a secondary... To the best of my knowledge, it's still it's still the, the main bones of the scope. But I will, I'm actually going to look that up, because that's a great question. I'm looking it up right now. Eleven thousand seat person. So maybe this is a sister arena. Chartways Arena. Let me look it up. I've been to many a show at the Scope. Arena? Yeah, it's a different arena. Completely different. So, Chartway is a 9,500-seat arena. Yeah, okay. Cool. Yeah, um, just because of the size. I mean, again, I remember the Northern Scope having a lot more than that. Yeah. Um, so they they probably had this one booked for some time. That's why it's one of the smaller ones, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
so, but we'll see. I, you know, we'll see what happens by the time Wednesday rolls Maybe, maybe if I have good friends, they can persuade me. Hey, let's take a road trip today on Wednesday and call mm-hmm. out sick for Thursday. Yeah. And uh, you know, we can make a trip too. But I need some good friends to persuade them. No, not biting. Mm, I mean, I want to. Best. I want to participate in, you know, the... School hooky. The, the cowboy, cowboy-ish day. Yeah, the cowboy shit day. Yeah, yeah. You know, if they don't do it, if it doesn't turn into a federal holiday, Virginia should make it a state holiday. I mean, we we got a new governor. I'm sure he could get things done. Hey, yeah, you know, true. by God, your Duncan, own... if you're out there... <laughs> Let's get this done. Come on, man. The decree of the, you know, governor-elect. <laughs> it's cowboy shit day. <laughs> <laughs> you want to make your constituents happy? Here you go. First time that politics can make people happy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah, all you got to do is stay home from work and drink beer. Yeah. I mean, come on. How cool would that be to see, like, a commercial with him drinking beer without a page? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> You know, the the things that we've been able to see with AEW, um, before we start going through the card, we have seen, you know, matches that were unexpected, like the, the great match between the Bucks and Kenny and Paige. The surprises, of course, the debuts, which I didn't think we were going to have any uh, Saturday. Because I wondered, I was like, hey, who's left? There's a few, you know, not a lot, but a few. Um... Well, they snuck one in there. We'll talk about that. But the other things that AEW has provided to us is continuity. The thing that we complain about the most with storylines in wrestling. Ah, well, they they drop it two weeks in. Yeah, no? Sports entertainment. Right, right. So AEW has done a masterful job of making sure a story carries through, not just from Dynamite, not just to rampage not just a darker elevation but all the way through to pay-per-view um so when full gear started and full gear had the buy-in which was a six-woman tag or no it was just a woman's tag match nyla rose and jamie Hayter against sheeta and boy who was her partner wasn't it thunder rosa yes yes the i mean massively popular thunder rosa was it actually a nice way to start off the the event? Nice, uh, popular way to uh, get everybody off their feet. Um, and I felt like they, when it came to how they laid out this card, it was another one of those, you don't have really a match where you can go to the bathroom. Like your, your concession stand moment, although Sonny would argue differently. <laughs> um... I don't know if there really was one. Well, yeah, I don't know if there. I don't know if, like, on its face, I would have been like, "Oh, I got to go to the bathroom on this one," mm-hmm. or I mm-hmm. need to go to concession stand, or you know, whatever. Right. Your t-shirt opportunity, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah again, on the, like on its face. Uh, some of them didn't. Some, some of the endings were a little off for me, but you didn't know that going into the matches. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, with what we've been seeing lately, for, in, and you mentioned endings, it started early. This uh, tag match, this ladies' tag match, um, you know, Serena Deeb's out in the crowd. She gets into it verbally with Sheeta, and then at some point distracts Sheeta so that Sheeta gets tagged in the leg, but Sheeta still overcomes and wins the match. Like, I felt, and, and I, I felt like it was just a lost opportunity. Now, you identified it as something a little bit different. I certainly want you to share that with, with our with our audience. I did. What did I say? <laughs> Refresh me, memory. I have a bet. Come back to the light. Is it acceptable to go to Mickey D's just for a drink? <laughs> of course it is. But good luck leaving with just a drink. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. And right now, a small Minute Maid slushie is just $1.59. So all you have to do is choose a flavor, like the tropical mango or strawberry watermelon, and enjoy like it's meant to be enjoyed. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Brian, come away. So what you identified was that it is another way of keeping all of your talent involved and not just having them do a crazy run in or oh, battle yeah, yeah. that's right that's right i did i did bring up wrestlemania for a two-night event mm-hmm. where everybody that's on the roster now gets a wrestlemania moment that's right yeah yeah, yeah see we don't need all that one night you want to go five hours at wrestlemania we'll stick through i don't need to see everybody right and they didn't just do it with serena mm-hmm Right, they did it with Dante. Dante didn't really make much sense because he was just out there and hey, it's Dante Martin. Get out yeah. of the ring, kid. Um, <laughs> thanks for coming by. Yeah, thanks for coming by. And did and there was what? Uh, didn't some others come down to the ring or something for something? Um, uh the acclaimed interrupted him. They tried yeah, to yeah. invite him into the acclaimed. Um, he turns him down. Then uh, Team Taz gets highlighted throughout the night because they're sitting in a luxury box, which by right, the way, right. didn't look very luxurious to me. <laughs> Looked like you're just sitting with the uh, sitting with the, the ham and eggers. No, that was probably the pro wrestling tees guys, I would imagine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, I, again, I mean, they're short little. Hey, look, this person's still on the roster. Mm-hmm. You know, again, I don't need some match that makes no sense, you know, to, to prolong a pay-per-view just for the purpose of getting everybody on the roster on a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. When through the annals of pro wrestling, pro sports entertainment pay-per-views, they're to highlight certain people. Mm-hmm. They're not to put, you know, <laughs> some people on there. But yeah, I think it's just a clever way putting them out there, Ta-da! and then marching them to the back. Yeah, I mean, for me, I was I was grateful to not have like a hey, you know what? We need a four on four match. Let's get the Dark Order against the Varsity Blondes and somebody. Like they didn't do that. They just right. the matches that were there still carried storylines through, kind of like what we said just a few minutes ago. Um, and honestly, outside of the finish that just, I, I didn't think it made sense. The, the match itself was fine. There really wasn't anything wrong with it. Ashita continues to be one of my favorites on, on the women's roster. 
Um, and Thunder Rosa, if you don't see, you know, huge things in her future, I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think she's right up there with uh, Britt Baker, mm-hmm. yeah. Sheeta, some of the others. So we go from, you know, the buy-in, obviously the, the next match, the match is going to start the night off for the official pay-per-view broadcast. I didn't expect this to start the show. For some reason, I just thought we'd see maybe the uh, Inner Circle versus America's Top Team or maybe even the Super Click versus um, Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Christian Cage. But what we got was a grudge match that has been built up so well. Uh, MJF taking on Darby Allen in a just straight-up wrestling match. Um, first off, if you're a Darby Allen fan that's only from the AEW part, which makes sense. I mean, Evolve wasn't necessarily easily available for a lot of folks. Then you're used to seeing Darby in a hardcore wrestling style. And I get it. But what we saw Saturday night actually was that Darby, Darby can hang with the best of them in wrestling or fighting. Okay. All right. Got your point. You love Darby Allen. I I'm a Darby guy. I like Darby. I, know, I, know. I, I like Darby. Well, I if I don't like Darby, I'm gonna get in trouble. You you gotta provide me protection, or else I will not say what I want to say. <laughs> um. Not, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say. You know, I I thought it was interesting that that would be first. Mm-hmm. But I think for being first. Uh, you know, they did what they were supposed to do, and that was to try and get the crowd into it. And the the fact, to, to me, the fact that, you know, Wardlow and Sting didn't get involved mm-hmm. in the ring um, was nice. Because, again, you know, you highlight two people. Oh, look who's still on the roster type thing. And they don't get involved. Mm-hmm. Really, they're they're you know separated, and then the fact that MJF's been flapping his gums about pinning Darby with a headlock takeover, and that's how you end the match. Uh, you know. I mean, that was such a smart ending. First off, you know MJF has been undefeated um, in the few times he's been active in 2021. Tony Schiavone mentioned that on Dynamite the other night, um, but he's undefeated. Then you go through uh, Darby Allen's escapades throughout this year where he's really been untouchable. So it was – you knew that if Darby was going to win, then it was seemingly push MJF to the background. And you can't afford to do that, especially if they were going to put the title on Adam Page. So I thought it was smart. And it continues that feud. Maybe we see it for the next few months. With Darby and him? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because next is coming the tag team match. Yeah, him and him and staying against uh, MJF and Wardlow. Yeah. And then you'll probably get another... You'll get a match that Darby will probably win. Mm-hmm. It'll be more of a hardcore-style match. And then, you know, who knows in the, in the third rubber match, whatever you want to call it. Well, I mean, and that'll be where... Darby ultimately does a hardcore match, and maybe he still loses, but it, I'm sure he'll have an even better showing. I, I, I felt like these two guys, there's a reason that they're identified as, as two of the four pillars of the company. 
Oh yeah, they're, I mean they're definitely the future. Mm -hmm. A lot of people were talking about how MJF is the next challenge for uh, the world championship. However, you know what we would find out is that there's a long, long line, and uh, it's going to start behind the winner of the Eliminator tournament. Um, but MJF wins after nailing Darby Allen in the head with the dynamite diamond ring. And then the side headlock takeover pin, um, which is just, just such a smart finish. Just it, You don't have a promo where you talk about, hey, I could beat you even if it's with X, Y, and Z, and then don't involve that as your finish. Yeah, didn't somebody else have that not too long ago? Uh, I beat you with five moves or some craziness like that. No, that you're just thinking the scene is five moves of doom. Yeah, but didn't he say he could beat Roman with something? Uh, I think that back when him and Roman had their feud, he did say that like he could beat him with the same five moves he beat him with last time or something like that. <laughs> but he, he actually never beat Roman, so I don't know why he said it. Good old-fashioned WWE writing. Uh, okay, so let's see here. Pull up my predictions. Let's do that first. Our predictions, that is. <clears throat> so, I said MJF was going to win. Brian and Rob said there'd be a non-finish, so I got that one right. Um, but don't worry, I, I didn't get a whole lot of them right. So, <laughs> um, Next on the list was FTR challenging the Lucha Brothers for the AEW World Tag Titles. Again, this was a good tag team contest. It was confused by the... the the ending where I, I did find out earlier today what actually happened. Want him get hurt? Yeah, so Dax got his bell rung. What was supposed to happen was they were supposed to pull the masks out and try to pull the old switcheroo. Well, Dax wasn't with it. So when, when uh, Cash is uh, putting the mask on, Dax is still trying to figure out what day it is. Um... And he finally gets the mask on, but it, it, it wasn't in time for him to be really with it for the finish. So the finish comes from the uh, the, the botched switcheroo. They get a double team of the uh, – is it a package pile driver that they do, that the Lucha Brothers do? You're talking about where he jumps on his – Hindquarters? Basically, yeah. So he gets them all folded up, and then he drills them down with a... I don't know. I, I think it's a package pile driver. Either way, the match ends with that after the ref kind of backs off FTR from their, their mask attempt. Um, the fact is that you, had to, you identified during this tag match that you thought that Dax was actually the legal man. Yeah, to me it was... Uh, I mean, that, to me, at the time, was the only reason why for the mask. Yeah. So, I didn't think that, you know, it was, it was, <laughs> it took place because one of them got hurt. Well, it was, it, my guess is that it was, it was supposed to be part, a bigger part of the finish. And because Dax just wasn't with it, they, they had to kind of improvise and they ultimately just went back to the uh, pile driver and ended it, which... I, again, this is one of those situations where it doesn't have to be over here. So if we're seeing this match again, I don't think it, one, I don't think anybody's going to complain. But also, 
I think what will happen here is we will see, uh, you know, a continuation much like we saw between FTR and uh, Proud and Powerful. Um, well, yeah, because you have to explain to me the like even if you don't come out and say why you did, why the ending was like that, mm-hmm. you have to explain. You know, you know, it'd be easier to be like, well, I wasn't that wasn't the legal man that was pinned. Well, and that could still happen on Wednesday. We could still see that turn out. I mean, Tony Khan's one of those guys that listens when the crowd identifies something or when he sees it on social media. So, hey, it's a good possibility that could still happen. Which I don't think anybody would mind. I, I would say that um, outside of the 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 weird finish, the weird ending, the match itself was good. Yeah, you have to give it to them for thinking on their feet like that. Yeah. Uh, Brian, you're the only one that got that match right, by the way, as far as picking the winner. Rob and I said FTR. <clears throat> too early to take them off the Lucha Brothers. Way too early. Do you see a team outside of FTR that's being groomed to take on that role? Oh, I mean, you you have probably several, but... Um, and, you know, you can always hodgepodge two together too mm-hmm. you know um, but you never know who's coming down the pike with the house of black um, you know of course the young bucks could always get it back fish and Cole somehow hmm. get into a tag match but get it that actually could be cool the match itself would be good either way oh yeah yeah um but I, I mean, you—I think they were like undefeated this year, if I remember right. The Lucha Brothers, as a team, were undefeated, and they may have only lost like one or two the whole time. So they're built as your best tag team, and there's to me, there's no sense dropping the titles after only one or two defenses. Let me take a look at All Elite Wrestling's website here. I'm going to look up their rankings, see if I can find out. Because <clears throat> I think you actually might be right. Let's see here. Rankings as of November 12th. See, I love that. Love that. 13-1 and one for 2021. Not bad. And then, I mean, even somebody like the Acclaim, you wouldn't see it coming. I would right? love to see the acclaim do it. In all honesty, oh yeah, so would I. You just you would never see it coming, right? Because they built this thing about how Tony Khan doesn't like him. Mm-hmm. You know, but you would never see the win coming. Private parties eleven and two. The Young Bucks are ten and two. Hmm. Interesting. The <clears throat> World Title Eliminator Tournament Finals was next. God's favorite champion, Miro, against Brian Danielson, the American Dragon. This matchup was exactly what we figured it was going to be, and these two beat the hell out of each other. Um, and ultimately, 
I have to say, I even though we were all on the same page as far as who who was going to win. No, I'm sorry, we were not. I'll tell you in a minute. Uh, mostly, I feel like we all expected that Danielson was going to win, but part of me was surprised that Miro didn't win because this match was just that good, and I felt like Miro, and still feel like Miro, is being positioned for bigger things. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's definitely, especially now with uh, Paige being champ. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he goes up. You know, not that they really have, you know, I don't I don't think they really have tears, just the way some of these titles are. Um, but, yeah, I, I think he's in the prime spot now. He's wrestling. As mm-hmm. good, if not better, than anybody else. Uh, his promos are winning over people like Jim Cornette. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for talent in AEW, that's kind of hard to do. Um, he's believable. Uh, although I don't think he's, you know, not with his, you know. I don't think he would have had to be Daniel Bryan to have dinner with the wife. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So I gotta beat I gotta beat you so I can see my you know, whatever the promo um, I must I must make my hot wife happy or something. Yeah. So but I I mean he's got it. it he's doing exactly what he was doing in the WWE. Mm-hmm. Again, wrestling, believability, promos. And eventually, I think the crowd may wind up flipping him. Yeah, I could see that happening easily. I feel like when he debuted with Kip, um, wow, last year. Gosh, it's hard to believe it was just last year. Um, but when he debuted, the crowd almost turned him then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if he, I, I honestly believe if he stays down this path, the crowd's going to flip him. And... You know, it's not going to be, you know, mm-hmm. it's probably not going to be what AEW wants. But I think if they steer that course, once he goes face, you'll have a hot commodity. Hotter yeah. than what he is now. Yeah. And maybe maybe part of that is involving uh, other outside players that aren't there yet. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess it's only a matter of time. Well, the only thing is with uh, Aiden English, um, and I apologize, I don't remember his real name. Uh, he's actually stated, unless it's a very compelling story, he wasn't really interested in continuing that same. Avenue. Well, yeah, but I, I don't necessarily need him. <clears throat> right. right. Lana, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, when the two of them were together, uh, were were decent, right? Yeah, and I think in so, this in this handcuff less world, um, right. they, they would do even better. Yes, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, she doesn't necessarily have to wrestle. She's not going to be forced into things, mm-hmm. right? She can take her time and develop. And you know, if if Miro is the one creating these promos, then the two of them working together should be able to turn out, you know, better promos than what you saw in the past. Uh, I'm looking at the bottom of uh, 
Hangman Page's press release. It no. says, pending approval from the National Day Archives, which I really doubt is going to happen since their last email correspondence simply said, stop emailing us about this. <laughs> yeah. That's a smart guy. <clears throat> but, and I don't, I, you know, this match is one of these ones where it doesn't, like, mess with anybody's spot. Mm-hmm. Win or lose. I noticed so, in I noticed in this matchup Brian Danielson was really beat up just coming in. The black guy, oh, the bruises everywhere. <laughs> do you do you like being back in regular wrestling, Brian? <laughs> do you like being back? Welcome back. <laughs> yeah, but I mean he's he's probably asking for it. Mm-hmm. Right? There I, I'm sure the conversation's been had. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to prove I'm the best. You know, I want to prove to other people that you never should have put me on the shelf. I want to prove to other people that I, you know, you never should have watered me down. You never should have tried to make me wrestle your way. Mm-hmm. Because my way is better. Well, he comes into it with a black eye, bruises all over him. Mira comes into it with his leg taped up, which... I don't know if that's just a storyline or if he actually hurt himself. Who did you face Orange Cassidy last? Yeah, Orange Cassidy. I don't remember. I don't remember seeing any Linton or anything. But it's hard to tell, right? So mm-hmm. You never know. They One of these times, Joe, they need to have him come out with a neck brace. <laughs> the like way a they hard ne- a hard neck brace, so you, you know, try and get him to wrestle or something. Well, the way they the, the way they position his neck as like his big weakness, I, I mean, hey, if if you have to create a weakness in a monster, I guess that's the way to do it. Just start saying, eh, his neck is like the it's the worst. He, he can't count on it. Oh no, not the DDT. He's never getting up from that. Like I. When they started doing that, I was like, "Wait, what happened to his neck? What's wrong with his neck? Why are they talking about it?" But and and again, see that's the subtleness of AEW. Mm-hmm. That could be something that plays out six, seven months down the line. Finally, he gets a run at the world title, and in the match where he wins, he keeps getting dropped on his neck. Right. Finally, overcomes it. Yeah, and finally pops up. You know what I'm saying? Oh. It's- his neck is so strong now. He's been working. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's how subtle they are with, with the, the story stuff. Is, is you that know? how, um, <laughs> is that how he finally makes right with his, uh, vengeful God? <laughs> that he, he gets his neck strong enough. No, I, I, I don't know how that's going to play out. Cause you know, you know, he's, he's been invited to match four, but he's never shown up, so. <laughs> he's not, doesn't have the greatest win-loss record, is what you're yeah. saying. <laughs> so, I don't know how we're going to pull this one off, but. Yeah. We're going to hell for that, but that's okay. <clears throat> After a submission, we get uh, Brian Danielson with the victory. Brian Danielson is now the number one contender for Adam Page, which, hey, Adam Page says, uh, Adam Page will continue his to increase his strength in cardiovascular training, add additional 
dynamic and static, stretching to his routine to limber out his rigid frame, and studied the vegan diet in order to prepare for the number one contender, Brian Danielson. <laughs> I guess if that's what you got to do, I mean, you know, study tapes. <laughs> Yeah, I you know again Adam, Adam Page is just so cool with these little like one liners that you get on his nameplate. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, the letter, the letter. If you haven't seen it, go look for it. It's online. The letter's kind of funny. I'll post it from our Twitter account and from our Facebook page as well for fans who want to take a look. The predictions we had for Miro and Danielson, Brian and I got it right. Rob missed it. Rob picked on and said Miro. Yeah. Yeah. Ha ha. Uh, <laughs> Trio's false count anywhere matchup. The super click against Christian Cage and Jurassic Express. Um, This was... It started weird. It started like a regular six-man tag with tags and all this. And I'm like, wait, what the heck is this? Why is this happening this way? But, you know, some of the things... Oh, before I forget, on BTE today, Brian, they did confirm... I have not watched it. You haven't watched it? You're going to shut your pothole. Oh, you suck. I'm going to eliminate that. You need to watch... You need to get on it, buddy. What kind of fan are you? Jeez. I'm I'm telling Mrs. Buck. Mm -mm. Don't Mm -hmm. tell Mama. (laughs) <laughs> Mama Buck, I'm telling. Uh, this matchup was, um, like I said, kind of a, a weird beginning of it. But as it continued out, and they did stretch this match out, you felt you could feel it, as a matter of fact. Like, the, the pace that started where it was fast. Like, man, what are they going to do here? How is this going to end? People went through tables, sort of. People got uh, smashed with chairs. They even took... Uh, knee coverings they weren't knee pads knee coverings that had tacks glued to them and hit a vicious looking bte trigger on luchasaurus which you know i i asked you saturday if we'll ever see luchasaurus make it any further and it really surprised me that you just didn't think he was going to be if him and jungle boy split that he's just not going to go anywhere else after that like at least not any further up the card Uh, yeah to me, you know, he would have a lot to overcome as far as people that are higher up on the card right now. I mean, maybe he's not CM Punk. Maybe he's not Adam Page. Maybe he's not Kenny Omega. I can't argue that. But he's still damned entertaining to watch. And for a guy that's for you. Maybe it's my favorite luchador. Can't take that away from me. Yeah, well, you know, you were all up on Roman Reigns, too, right? So, And now I've got a gauntlet to match. Yeah. And a dinosaur mask. Uh, paint it gold. <laughs> <laughs> um, what'd you think of this matchup? What'd you think of this street fight or false count anywhere match? What are you chewing? It's pizza, okay? Oh, I'm so eating that's, pizza. That's what's going on. You're eating, and then you're just throwing, throwing these curveballs at me so you can eat your pizza. How 
dare you? Well, yeah. Dare you. <laughs> Damn right I no. am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Who did I pick? Did I pick the Elite? Or did I go out on a limb and pick Jurassic Express? <laughs> That's a stupid question. Of course you picked the Elite. The yeah. Super Click. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was kind of shocked at the win. Um, I thought the match was good. I thought it was fun. Um, there was a lot of, like, all over the place and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're, they're, uh, six man, balls count anywhere, whatever it was. Yeah, I mean, it was, it wasn't a bad match. It was just disjointed the way they set it up. Yeah, to me, it was, it, w- it went too far. <coughs> I think I would have much rather seen like a six man in a cage or, you know, just a straight six man. Cause sometimes you're, you know, they're watching this and then the camera flashes somewhere else and there's, you know, something else is going on. And so it's kind of hard to keep up with sometimes like that. There was a part of this match where I felt like, wow, we might actually see somebody turn. And that was where jungle boy is raising the chair up to hit the uh, concerto. On, um, uh, I think it was Adam Cole that was laying there, mm-hmm. and he's just standing there for a second with it up, and I'm like, "Oh, Christian's gonna spear him. It's over. <laughs> Christian turns heel." But no, no, it it was actually, you know, he let him do it, and and uh, why would he hesitate with that after the crap they've put him through? Because he's a, he's like, he's like white meat baby face. But he's got Jungle facial boy. hair now. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, <laughs> if you got like a straight baby face, yeah, it's Jungle Boy, right? <laughs> that's I mean, that's your poster child for baby face, or I guess was yeah, up now. to this point. Now he's more gritty. Yeah, and then this this match had the the weird looking. Blood, right? Wasn't this? Yeah, Adam Cole Cole takes a a spot where I I think he was pushed or kicked into the steps. And when he comes up from the apron, suddenly Adam Cole is a bloody mess. But it's like it's like a weird bloody mess. Like what did you say? You said it was like he smeared ketchup on his (laughs) forehead, just like he took his hand and said "squirrel." I don't. Yeah, and then just rubbed it all the way across. Right, right. Like, there was no streaking. There were no... It wasn't running down his face. It was just like... I painted on all the way across. It it never dripped. It never, like, ran or anything like that. That was weird. I I remember seeing that. It's like, uh, it's it's not moving. (laughs) (laughs) Why is his blood not moving? Yeah, I don't know who was under the the ring there, but... You gotta do better than that next time. Yeah, yeah. Maybe um, only half the face, or just maybe not. Don't bleed. You know, if you don't have to, then don't do it. I'm just saying. Well, maybe he's not a bleeder, though. Maybe <laughs> that maybe sucks. He, <laughs> he can't. He can't do it. Yeah, he like, can't well, bleed. Yeah, maybe he can't. Yeah, maybe he can't. <laughs> they'll book him in a first blood match. Damn it! No, <laughs> you don't understand what you're doing. <laughs> I'll do it, but it's gonna look bad. <laughs> Yeah, again, so I liked the match, but to me, there were there, it was too busy. It was too, 
uh, it, at points it was too hard to keep up with. If I can say that. Yeah, I mean, there was so much going on. It's It was very similar to, like, when you're trying to follow a battle royal. Mm. You know, there's a lot of different angles or a ladder match, a lot of different angles, a lot of different things happening at the same time. Um, BTE shows us a little bit more to that match, by the way, that we had no idea happened. Um, so well, Of course, because you got Brandon Cutler. Right, right. So, I mean, it, you'll enjoy that. That's all I'll tell you. Um, but it's just the way it was laid out, it felt like, okay, we just got to, we got to frenzy up the fans. We got to just get people, what are they doing next? What are they doing next? Cause that's kind of what that match is going to do. How are you going to top it? How are you going to find that way of getting to the, the ending? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, it, it certainly wasn't bad. It was enjoyable. Um, but it's, it's tough when you have that kind of a matchup. Uh, to really predict how that's going to go, it's it's tough to, in my opinion, it's got to be hard to direct from a production standpoint. Okay, go to this camera, go to that camera. Oh, wait, we just missed that. Oh, crap. Right. Mm, that's got to be a hell of a challenge. Could you imagine sitting in the truck on a match like that, all of those different monitors, and you're like, uh, 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 that one, no, ah, damn it, that, that one, no, ah, crap. Where, where's Christian? What, what happened? <laughs> Well, hopefully you'd get some type of, you know, fair warning. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? These are the big spots. Try not to miss them. Right, right. I'm sure in their rundown, much like Tony Schiavone would say, this wasn't in the rundown. This wasn't in the script. That's not what we're supposed to be seeing. All right. So the uh, tag match, the unlikely can they coexist tag match <laughs> between Cody Rhodes and Pac, the bastard. Against Malachi Black and Andrade El Idolo. Um, first off, Cody Rhodes is a damn hero. The people that are booing him should be ashamed of themselves. No, I, I want to see. I want to see heel Cody. I want to see bad Cody. I think heel Cody is going to be pretty cool. You missed it. He said, "I will not turn." Yeah, like, like well, suddenly again, he's a freaking Jedi. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> But I think, so again, I, I think there are a few people that are smart enough in this business, and we'll talk one uh, talk about one later, mm-hmm. that when this opportunity presents itself, you have to go with the flow. Right. Right. Whereas Cena was like, I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. And as you, as you saw, he starts to slide further and further and further and further down. Right. You know what I'm saying? If Cena had flipped and gone heel sometime or another, he would have been the biggest heel on the planet. Mm-hmm. And he would have sold more T-shirts. He'd have, he, he, I don't know if he would have like achieved like rock status, mm-hmm. Austin status when they were heels, but he probably believed he would have been close. Because I mean, he had he had the same thing all the rest of it. He could talk, he could wrestle. You know, best promo in the business during his time. He'd have been great, but now we're looking at you, Cody Rhodes. Go heal. <laughs> I will not turn. <laughs> I think it's I think it's BS. I think he will. I I just I can't think of a time. Even even Cena never really said it like that. 
I can't think of a time where a wrestler was like, no, I won't do it. You can't make me. Like, I, he's going to do the you people promo where he blames the world. I, I gave you everything I had. That's what Rob said. I gave you all my blood, sweat, and tears, and this is how you repay me. That's what I, I see it I see it coming. I, I have to agree, but it's it's a shameful thing. These these fickle fans booing the American nightmare. Yeah, I mean you just you have to there'll have to be the right setup, you know, for whoever he crosses. You know, it'll sting the worst. Well, the other the other part of it though is that it introduces that Cena-esque dynamic to his matches now. So, in this one, Pac, every time he's in the ring, the crowd's just ballistic. Yeah, we love you! Cody gets in there, and, man, he can hit the middle finger to Andrade, and everybody's, boo! Screw you, Cody! Like, what? I mean, come on, man. And then the, 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 the tags back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Every time there's a tag, boo! Go away, Cody! Stop saving him. We want him to get hurt on his own. Yeah. What? I just... This was one of those crowds where, honestly, I didn't expect that. I mean, this is a Minnesota crowd. Minnesota's usually solidly behind the good guys and solidly against the bad guys. They're usually pretty straightforward. Not not an AEW crowd, Minnesota. (laughs) They were like, uh, nope. We don't like you, Cody. And Cody actually had a great showing for himself. They even, hey, we even got a Glock 316 moment with Arn Anderson. Yeah, uh, that's funny. And I, I still think he should have played it off. And as soon as he pulled the trigger, he, like, flopped on the ground. It <laughs> <laughs> just kind of laid there. That would have been oh. great. He's dead. He's dead. <laughs> Excuse me. But yeah, so I mean, Cody can either go with the flow or they're going to just keep booing him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and eventually, again, I do think I do think AEW is probably smart. And it, I don't think it'll be like Roman where they boo you to hate you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think they're boo you to. We don't want to see babyface Cody. We want to see heel Cody. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think they'll either – something will happen and they'll flip him. And maybe he walks the middle the middle road or something, you know. But I, th- I think he'll get – I think he'll go heel probably sooner rather than later. I think he's going to he's gonna be, like, out there and makes the big save for Adam Page – and then Paige turns around and gets a swift kick to the nuts. Ooh, well, that's highly possible. I hadn't thought about that, but that works. You know, maybe Danielson finally turns, or maybe Punk turns, or maybe somebody else turns. And lay, Oh, no, maybe it's just Malachi Black, who just beats the tar out of him. And so Cody runs to the ring, gets Malachi out. Everybody's like, boo, Cody, because it's Cody. And Paige turns around, boom, right there, low bridge. Yeah. And maybe he comes back as, like, uh, Stardust or whatever. Oh, my God. 
It's that would be hilarious. Shot, not Cody. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember when Cody first left WWE and was wrestling like in Ring of Honor and everything, and he was still just to taunt the fans because remember he was heel at that point. He was taunting him with the Stardust taunts. That would be that'd be so funny. Yeah, well, I, I mean, think of the, think of the promo, the New Japan Pro Wrestling promo. Mm, yeah, I mean, he could cut him like that and be heel, and he'd be over. Mm-hmm. And then nobody would care if he said, "I'll never wrestle for the world title," because he'll be cool again. <laughs> <laughs> Still one of the dumbest decisions in AEW. I'll never do it. No. Listen, uh. it'll play out. It'll play out. You have to You have to give it time. Trust the system until they give you reason to not trust the system. Got That's it. right. I got trust you. the system. I got you. It may, be, it may be another two years. Holy cow. But that's, that's what they do, right? Again, yeah, they... they they said going into this, we're going to make Adam Page the champ. Mm-hmm. Right? It took them two years, but look at the look at the story. It was a be- it was a well done story, mm-hmm. and they're here. Let's see what happens with Cody. Maybe maybe two years down the road, he's about to retire. Once a run at the title, they give him, they come up with some way to give him a run at the title. Hmm. Yeah, I mean it. it like I said, I, I didn't think it was a good idea to have not challenged for it anyway. So I'd rather have him in the mix than not. I, I just think that makes sense. And plus, <clears throat> if he if that's when he gets the turn, when they finally say, "Well, you've got a choice, Cody. You can you can save your brother." Or we'll give you a shot at the AEW title when he takes the title shot. You know what I mean? Like you could you could do a lot of different things. Oh yeah, but it'll play out eventually. Mm-hmm. So this matchup was not confirmed before we uh, left air on Wednesday. So none of us did predictions, although we did figure it was probably going to happen. Um, so we move on to the AEW Women's Championship, where Britt Baker DMD. Defends against, in my opinion, uh, the uncrowned AEW Women's Champion. Um, Alexa Bliss. (laughs) No, damn it. (laughs) No. (laughs) Although, she did look a lot, a lot like Alexa on Saturday. Um, Ty Conti. um, I'm so disappointed. And and I hate saying that because Britt Baker had another great match. I mean, she's just getting better. Um, but I really felt like this was going to be, I said it last week, hey, she's lost every chance she's had. This is going to be her night. And it just ugh, just wasn't. It wasn't, and I'm not okay with it, Brian. Now, I'm not going to boycott or anything. I'm not uh, protesting. But... Suck it up, buttercup. Oof. Wow. That's Before you get your teeth knocked down. You need to go see a DMD. I mean, Brit is champion. She she does look great on the shelf holding the belt up. That's true. Yeah, I I mean I thought the match was okay, right? I thought mm-hmm. it was okay. Uh, I thought it did have its moments. 
right? Um, I just, I, I mean, I don't know what you would benefit from Conti being the women's champ. Now, maybe the other belt when it comes out. Mm-hmm. The hose title. <clears throat> TBS title. Yeah, that one. Um, but I, I just don't know. I, and, and plus, ultimately, that would then set you up on a course for who is possibly in contention to be one of the ones to take the title from her. Mm-hmm. In Anna Jay. Um yeah, outside of Thunder Rosa getting the big build, which I think is what they're doing, um, I I can't see anybody else right now being positioned to topple Britt Baker, which could mean that Britt gets a year run like Sheeta did. Well, yeah, I mean, they are prone to runs, mm-hmm. right, you know. Um, and I'm fine with that. Because Brit is entertaining. Yeah, yeah. She has definitely improved a thousand percent from the first time at uh, what was double or nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> she, you know, hooked her by a crook. You know, her, her, um, from double or nothing to now has been enjoyable to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's one of the, only the few um, storylines, um, you know, that I've actually enjoyed as far as like what they give to women, mm-hmm. right? So Becky Lynch, right? You know, when she became the man, it was like, oh, okay, so we're finally investing in, you know, a, a woman wrestler. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. You know, we're going to give them the opportunity to shine, to main event, you know. So, that to me, that's what this reminds me of. And I I personally just am not ready to see her lose. Now, I mean, that'll change under Thunder Rosa, of course. But Yeah, I mean, I think, right that, I think that when we get to that point, we're going to be like, yeah, it's time. Much like with Adam oh, Page. Yeah. I mean, it just it comes down to a point where you're like, nope, it's time to do it. Um and with Ty Conti, I'm a, I'm a big Conti fan. I like what she does. I like how she operates. I think that the fans have an investment with her. You know, she's very popular. Same as Anna Jay, in all honesty. I mean, they're both immensely popular, but they have that, that one commodity that perhaps Thunder Rosa, Ruby, and a couple of others don't, and that's they have time. Right. You know, and, and that's probably something that they're looking at. And I'm not saying... Uh... Conti shouldn't get it somewhere down the line. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, to me, it just it didn't feel right time, right place. Sure, I can understand that. I mean, it's it's yeah. Of course, I wanted her to win because I do feel like how many chances do you need to get before finally it turns over? But in this situation, it's uh, I mean, I understand it because you've got to build towards what's bigger, and I think that Thunder Rosa and, and Britt is going to be bigger. Um, yeah. I didn't recognize the guitarist that played Brit to the ring. Apparently, it was, it was the guitarist for Fozzie. Um, but I, I didn't know. <clears throat> they played it up like it was a big deal. I, I had no idea who that guy was. <laughs> right. You know, I, I think the other thing about Conti I'd like to see before I invest too much 
is her martial arts background mm-hmm. is some fusion with it. Hmm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. What is she? Jiu-jitsu? Uh, isn't that it? Uh, yeah, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of throws in that. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, I, you know, one of these times I'd really like to see her throw, uh, especially that little arm bar throw or whatever she does sometimes. Mm-hmm. But make it look like it hurts. And then just do several in a row and, like, literally attack a body part, mm-hmm. you know, like a shoulder, and just, like, pound somebody into submission. I mean, she's a black belt, right? Isn't that what they say? Yeah, yeah, she is. And not just one discipline, but several, isn't it? Yes, in multiple uh, disciplines. If I remember the video correctly, yes. Yeah, so, I, I mean... I don't really need to see, like, Shayna Baszler. Mm-hmm. But I think you would probably benefit more with Conti if she just went out there and beat the tar out of somebody. Yeah. No, I, I think that's true. If she starts doing some uh, judo throws and something that kind of intermixes some of the, maybe even some ground and pound from, from, yeah, from that. Submission holds. Yeah. Like, put somebody in a submission hold and then, you know, like, laugh at them. Mm-hmm. while they're screaming in pain. You know what I'm saying? Because she's got the background for it. I, you know, that that's just me. I tell her, go out there and beat the tar out of people. <laughs> and smile while you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you're right. I think that, that if she's able to play it off properly, she could be perhaps a more, I don't know if I could say this right, but a more charismatic Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, she's got this background, this great background that they tell us about all the time. Mm-hmm. We'll use it. Yeah. That's my two cents. I'm hey, sorry. No, I, I think that's that, that sells it well. Um, with with this matchup, uh, yeah, I was the only one that picked uh, Conti. Rob and Brian yeah. said no. It's be great. Oh, yeah, you can't. Yeah. Britt. I mean, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't disagree. I mean, she she's really done some things well, um, and there's some there's some work that she continues to improve on. I mean, she's improved on the mic, she's improved in the ring. It just hey, it doesn't get any better than that. Well, the other part too about Brittany, she has the minions. Yeah, yeah, that's but true. But the minions don't really get involved in the match. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Rebel what puts the glove on. And sometimes that's her involvement. Yeah. Haters just there for muscle. Doesn't get involved all the time. So. In Haters, in Rebel's case, um, Monday or Friday night watching uh, Rampage, she uh, doesn't look like she's comfortable <laughs> wrestling anymore. It just, it seems like maybe there's some ring rust that she's going to have to shake off before her next major run. Although, didn't she get injured or something, like really a serious injury? Oh, she had the, the leg injury. Yeah. So that could serious be Serious leg injury, and then I think she re-injured it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that so, first match back or something. So she could be just really gun-shy on that. That's that's a good possibility. Yeah. Okay. 
So, I mean, at this point, I'd say that's kind of the halfway point of the pay-per-view. Um, what were you thinking as far as pay-per-view quality at that point? Uh, so, again, with, with the – I mean, to me, there are misses, right? Mm-hmm. There are things that happened um, that were a little befuddling. Mm-hmm. Um, there were things that – um, were kind of very chaotic. Um, I mean, I, I didn't think, I thought it was fun to watch, but I don't think up to that point it would have been their best. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was definitely enjoyable to watch. Yeah. I mean, it, it was quick, um, quicker rather. Um, but it was it was still a solid matchup, and I felt like this the pay per view itself, the pacing for it, as I described early on. It, I mean, it was tough to really say, okay, now I'm going to go go to the bathroom, or now I'm going to go and get some food because you didn't know what was going to happen next. The the in all honesty, the women's match actually ended a little sooner than I thought it would. Well, I mean, Alexa probably had to get on a plane and fly back to Stanford or something. Ty Conti versus Alexa. Book it. Book it. We want to see no, that, this. That's not going to happen, probably. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, she just I, – I, never mind. I'm not even – I mean, hey, the way, the way that we uh, – <laughs> the way that we currently see releases in WWE right now, oh, yeah, it could happen. Well, uh, yeah, I guess you never know, but – I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I could see a match like that. Like I'd be so confused who, <laughs> like, who's doing what move. I Twisted Bliss from Conti. I mean, yeah. I mean Bliss. I mean, what the? Yeah. Jr. would lose it. He would never be able to call that match. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it would be too confusing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. I don't know who's going to win or lose this one, but I'm going to go ahead and just say, dang man, that's a good match. <laughs> Apparently, Jr. is also Boomhauer. For all of our friends listening at home. All right, so uh, next up was uh, a fight that actually I was I was happy, super happy with this one. This was a really good one. Eddie Kingston and CM Punk have been building up for weeks. It started easy enough with you know the interruption of a promo by Eddie Kingston to CM Punk, but really really developed fast uh, and turned into something that. I didn't know what to expect outside of a fight, and we got just that. Punk comes to the ring in UFC kind of gear, and that should have been an insight to us that, yeah, he uh, he's coming to fight. Yeah, I almost would have liked to have seen them, the lights go out non-sanctioned. Yeah, yeah, that, that would have been, um, I'd have been okay with that. I'd have been all right with that. But yeah. this was a good fight. Yeah, I, I, I did enjoy this one, right? There wasn't, to me, there wasn't a lot of misses, mm-hmm. um, you know, as far as, like, stuff that didn't make sense. Um, it was exactly what they said it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I I think they delivered. Yeah, they, they certainly did deliver. Um, we even got 
uh, we even got like a, a, a Rock Hogan kind of feel where it was let's go Eddie, let's go Punk. And then suddenly Punk is on the advantage and the fans are booing and Punk is bleeding. By the way, Punk's bleeding versus Cole's bleeding. Punk's looked a lot better. Spot on. Yeah, spot yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just identifying that. <laughs> no catch-up there. Um, <laughs> Punk... Punk hits the the shoulder blocks and then hits that that uh, the prototype suplex that Cena hits, and honestly, I didn't the shoulder blocks I didn't catch. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever, shoulder blocks. But when he hits that suplex, that that protoplex, I guess is what they called it. Um, it really made everybody in the arena take notice. Everybody is booing and waiting for him to do the "You can't see me." I was. Um, I really wish he would have did it. I really, no, really yeah. wish he would have did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and you could tell, right? Because he's just kind of looking at the camera, like you dare me. Yeah, Go yeah. On, dare me, dare me. Um, yeah, it was it again? It's the throwback that they do, mm-hmm. right? I don't know why. I don't even know why he, you know, he would have gone through that progression of moves, right? Without doing the you can't see me maybe maybe even start it you know just like do the hand wave and then stop and like flick the crowd off for booing them or something yeah i mean it's uh hmm i think you know i mean on one hand it's a great moment because you know cena is still fresh in the minds of wrestling fans um so anything that keeps it you know a jab at wwe everybody's loving the the competition between the two. So that's a great moment. Um, and plus, if Punk had decided to really full-on turn, then this would have been like a great big middle finger to everybody, you know. And, and I mean, he just did it so well. It speaks volumes for the intelligence that Punk has. Yeah, so, you know, speaking of because I was saying earlier about, you know, having the smarts to do, to make the flip, at the right time. Mm-hmm. As this match progressed, and he kept getting booed more and more, and they were getting louder and louder, mm-hmm. I really was expecting him to hit the go to sleep, mm-hmm. go for the pin. Eddie, are you ready? Eddie says yes. You know, because I think Eddie would have been smart enough to pick on what Punk was rolling with and then him to you know pull him up at two put him in the you know go to sleep knock him out again you know maybe do it once or twice more and you know go home flipping the crowd off and then you get like the Bret Hart situation where he's you know in that particular arena they're going to boo the piss out of him but the rest of the country is going to love him yeah Uh, it was weird. It was, but it was, it was weird in a good way. It was a cool, like, uh, I would say throwback moment kind of thing for the Rock Hogan, kind of the way that felt. But what's it, what's interesting, though, is for all them doubters, mm-hmm. all those ones that have, you know, talked shit about Eddie Kingston and where he's at, and he shouldn't be there, mm-hmm. and he doesn't deserve it and all this crap. Yeah. I want you to think about this. In two nights, 
he has flipped a crowd on CM Punk. Yeah, I mean, he he positioned the crowd in a way where it made people hate him. Like, yeah. he made people think that Punk is a jerk. Yeah, I mean, even the, even the promo with the headbutt, he flipped the crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true, because the crowd got behind him as soon as he did it. Yeah, and then, you know, now we're wrestling and CM Punk is getting booed. And I'll, I'll, I do think CM Punk will be smart about this. If it continues, he will go heel quick because he knows he, you know, should capitalize on it. Well, He's and good enough to do the heel. Yeah, I mean, he recognized as soon as he saw that he was like, "No, nah, if you want me to be mean, you want me to be a jerk, I'll be a jerk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll do it. I ain't scared of y'all." And basically, that's what he does. I mean, that's why he is. That's why he's so good at what he does. But I, you know, I got. I, I'm gonna have to say. It. So, I thought. I think Eddie is one of the best promos in the world, mm-hmm. right? I think we talked about that. Him and Punk together are phenomenal, cutting mm-hmm. promos on each other. But Eddie is one of the best talkers out there right now. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't sold on Eddie. You know, to the point where I'm not going to say I, I didn't think where he's at was the right spot for him, right? You know what I'm saying? But after this, the last week or two with Punk, there's no doubt he can be elevated far beyond what I personally think and could be a major player for AEW. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think what we've seen is we've seen, hey, here's a guy that maybe you didn't know a lot about before, but now that you've seen what he can do and now you've seen what he's got available um the sky's the limit yep and eddie i forgive you for passing out over fireworks now (laughs) so we're gonna we're gonna take that moment we're we're gonna tuck it away in the back of my the recesses of my mind Mm -hmm. and 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 you're you're the man eddie i wish that (laughs) i wish that with um with that situation that I know a lot of people have said this, but I wish that the fireworks have at least gone off better. Well, yeah, I mean, we're, you we're know, not, we're, we're not, we're not, we're not going to discuss how somebody was paid off or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, not put the fireworks in, right? Whatever. Right. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, Saturday. That's as far back as we're going. <laughs> we're 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 asking for forgiveness. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. we're sorry, Eddie. <laughs> Fireworks are scary sometimes. Ah, oh, don't be a puss. What a come on! What a free pass. Boo! He's a bum. Boo! <laughs> Although I, I I will say though, I will say, say, Tony Khan should probably like learn to think on his feet. Because mm-hmm. he probably should have told the ref after the go to sleep to tell Punk or tell Eddie to shake his hand and then have Punk kick him right square in the nuts. Yes, yes, I completely agree with you there. That that was a missed opportunity. This yeah, would have been a great time to turn Punk. This would have been perfect. Yeah. And then have Eddie like slide down, you know, like he falls into Punk and mm-hmm. Punk just like holds his hands out as Eddie slinks, you know, down to his knees. 
and maybe pushes them off to the side or something. Mm-hmm. You know, and even you not necessarily like turning them full on heel, mm-hmm. but then the next promo is, look, I told you, you know, I'm CM Punk. I am where I am because I'm CM Punk. Right. You don't deserve to be on pay-per-views or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which then takes us to the next match that hopefully we're going to get. Man, I just would have... <laughs> I, I think that would have had so much more power happening on that same night. I oh, mean, yeah. it'll happen down the road, I'm sure, and it's going to be good, but it would have been better. I, I well, absolutely you, agree with you. The crowd probably would have rioted. I, I honestly think that would have been one of those rare moments where somebody in the front row would have trucked, trucked a drink, mm-hmm. and they would have just all started flying. Because, I, I, again, I... It was well done, right? Mm-hmm. It's one of the best things we've seen in the last few months from anybody. Mm-hmm. You bought into it, right? Again, CM Punk has this way of bringing you in. Mm-hmm. Eddie Kingston has this way of bringing you in. So you have these two guys that cut the promos, they bring you in, they make you to believe, and we all get sucked in. Mm-hmm. You know, and as the match starts, they're booing CM Punk. You're like, what? Why are you booing CM Punk? And then by the end... You know, you're sitting on the couch, you're like, yeah, CM Punk, what a dick. Right, right, because of what he just did to Eddie, you know? Right, yeah. And again, he doesn't have to go full on heel. He can be like, look, I told you. I'm CM Punk. I headline Mm pay-per-views. You're not in my league. And I proved it to you. And I left you laying on your knees. Or sitting on your knees, you know, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. And then again, we I, I hope we get the next match. I honestly do. I don't, I'm a, like, maybe one other match from from this pay-per-view. All right, two. Because I'd like to see Daniel uh, Brian Danielson and Miro again. Mm-hmm. But I really want to see CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. Yeah. I want to see another fight. I mean, I think I think we've got plenty of room there. Um, there's a lot of different things that will happen that as that gets put together. And I think that we will probably see like, a submission match. I think we'll see that. I think we'll see, you know, I honestly, I feel like it's going to be Eddie that gets a pinfall over Punk and probably like on a dynamite. So I'm pretty sure that we would see, um, we would see a lot of good stuff there. A lot of room. Okay. Um, getting back into the card there. Uh, Punk, of course, comes away after hitting two uh, go-to-sleeps. I would have liked it better if he would have uh, made him tap out or choke him out like everybody else has done. Let's make it so that you can't pin Eddie. You have to knock him out, literally. But that's just an afterthought. All right, Inner Circle versus America's Top Team. This was the match that I predicted was going to be an absolute shit show. <laughs> I mean, you got 10, 10 different guys, including Dan Lambert. It's it's a street fight. You already know that it's going to be a mess there. Um, and, and they started, again, this is one of those, like, why? Why would you do this? They start off like a regular tag match. It's like, uh, why? Why are we doing this? Maybe they're trying to get... Uh, Junior Dos Santos and uh, uh, shoot, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Andre Alovsky, more comfortable. I don't know. 
you know, getting them warmed up to get everything moving. But this match actually was a cool kind of feel. It had a, it was fun. It was a fun brawl. Um, so I'm grateful that it wasn't bad, and that's probably what makes this one. I, I was wondering before we went on the air, like, does a pay per view? If you'd rather have a pay per view that's a bunch of three star matches, or a bunch of twos with one five, and I would probably prefer to have a bunch of three star because all of them are relatively good. So in this case, I think that's kind of what we had with this this street fight. Um, although I, I feel like the wrong team won. Wow. Yeah, but the inner circle they come up short a lot of times. True, they, and they also do get their heads handed to them a lot on TV. Like they get beat <laughs> down a lot on yeah. TV. Yeah. Um. I I enjoy I I won't say I enjoyed it, but I thought it was a fun match. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, again, this is one of these ones where there's a lot of chaos, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's hard to keep up. Sometimes you forget where certain players are, who they're, um, you know, tangled up with, and I'm not really a fan of, uh, you know, multi-man matches that have stipulations to them. Mm-hmm. Especially when they can go, um, you know, turn into what happened the these brawls. So, but I, I mean, I thought it was fun, mm-hmm. and I was quite shocked that they pulled it off. I mean, it was it was one of those things where honestly, I just felt like there's just no way you have too many people, too many moving parts. Um, I figured for sure Paige Van Zant was going to get involved. I thought that you know we'd see another drive by or, or knee by on Jericho's head by the one dude. Um, but it honestly was a lot more condensed than the Super Click versus uh, Christian and Jurassic Express. So it was a lot more contained. Um, it was controlled chaos versus the the six man street fight. So. No, it was it was a fair matchup, and and I feel like this is something that whoever the agent was for this matchup should feel proud of themselves because they really did oh, a great yeah. job putting it together. Yeah, now, Lambert didn't bleed, right? No, no, and I actually uh, I, that whole part of this, it, I was just about to say that this whole matchup should have been, you know, Dan Lambert embarrassing Chris Jericho. He gets beat up. He gets busted open. It's done. You know, the inner circle is going to beat him. And then something happens and Lambert gets the pin or makes Jericho, quote unquote, tap out. That would have been perfect. But, you know, what what can you do? Yeah. Well, yeah. again, I, I just think the inner circle is taking too many hits. Mm-hmm. And you have to give them one. This was the one they give them. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, you know, to me, if, if you stack up your your factions, mm-hmm. uh, I would place them right right above the Hardy Foundation, but well below some of the other factions. So I don't think they're the main event players that they were. So you have to throw them a bone, mm-hmm. especially if this uh, you know America's top team. You know, depending on how long the storyline plays out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would have loved to see Lambert bleed. I think the crowd it, that would I think the crowd would have forgiven them for any 
anything else in the match. If somehow another Lambert bled and bled, you know. Maybe we'll get a weasel match. Well, I mean, that's Lambert. that's what I see when I see um, Dan Lambert. I see him because he is, you know, the guy that is Bobby Heenan-esque. You know, mm-hmm. he gives you that feeling of, wow, this could, this is a guy you love to hate kind of thing. And then sooner or later, he's going to be that lovable, whatever, personality that everybody's like, oh, he's funny. He's cool. You know what I mean? Like, he just has that personality. And it's it, it's a missed opportunity, but maybe it was never planned to be anything but what it was. Yeah, I'm sure that's probably what it was. But I don't think I could ever say I love Dan Lambert. I think he's a – I mean, he plays a jerk. Almost as good as anybody else on that roster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just a smug ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't, don't hold way, back, in, Brian. What do you think? How do you feel? In a, in a good way, right? That's what he's paid to do. Come on there, be a smug ass. He's a smug ass. Right, right. You know. Now, surprisingly enough, Brian, uh, you and I both picked uh, America's top team to win this matchup. Uh, with Dan Lambert getting the pin, we specified that. And Rob... Uh, Rob uh, picked inner circle, so I guess Rob had the inside track. Yeah, yeah. This again, I don't. We didn't really do a good job on picking. picking no, winners. no, we didn't get the winners right this one. <laughs> this one, this was not our <laughs> finest hour. No. Uh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get to the main event, we got like I talked about real early on. Hey. Where's the surprises? Who's going to be next? We got an answer to that question. And when they first started doing the announcement, when Tony Schiavone first started, you and I looked at each other. We're like, uh, is this Wyndham Rotunda? Is this Bray Wyatt? Nope. Surprisingly, Jay freaking Lethal <laughs> is all elite. And he starts by hitting the ground running calling out Sammy Guevara for a TNT title match this week on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. And he come out to uh, the Black Machismo music. Yeah, which yeah. is interesting, and I'm, I'm guessing because Impact, a lot of their music, um, AEW bought the license for. So, like, they owned the Impact version of Christian's music. They own... Um, I'm sure now that they own Lethal's Black Machismo music. Mm-hmm. Now, honestly, I, I I can't. I hope we get a Machismo promo and then a Flair promo because he do, he does those two very well. Mm-hmm. And I hope he beats Sammy Wednesday. I don't say that often that somebody comes in and takes the title, mm-hmm. right? But I like Jay Lethal. I think if you're going to do it, Jay Lethal's the guy. I think that automatically propels your TV title yeah. to the stratosphere. Well, plus, I mean, I don't know what Sammy's knee health is like, but I know that he's tweaked his knee three three different times in the past month. So if you've got an opportunity to rest him, and have him come back because the feud itself, I'm sure, would be good. I'm sure these guys are going to have some great matches. Why not do it? Even if it's a, a six month run, I mean, hey, let Jay Lethal be Jay Lethal and let's see what he could really do. I mean, we've never really seen Jay Lethal 
outside of Ring of Honor with his handcuffs off. No, I think they were off an impact, right? So that's, I mean, I knew who he was in ROH, but when he was impact, that's where I really paid attention to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's, I mean, if they give me that Jay Lethal from, from impact ROH, if they mm-hmm. allow that, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. You need, you, you just need to put the title on them. Yeah. Because then, uh, uh, that, I mean, that's like, to me, that's like a main event player mm-hmm. holding your secondary title, a legit main event player, like world champion in another life type world, you know, uh, player. And to me, it elevates the TV title and could possibly put it on par with your world title. Well, that's a that's a key a key piece because the TNT title does have a lot of credibility, a lot of value right now. So elevating that even higher is not a bad thing, especially if you know you start positioning as okay. So on Dynamite, we'll do our world title feud stuff, and then on Rampage, our TNT title gets spotlighted. You don't have to do it that way, but it's an opportunity to give people more of a focal point, um, which isn't bad. And oh, the the matches we can have. Oh, yeah. There's so many opportunities there for that. I mean, Lethal and Cole, Lethal and Cody, Lethal and Miro, Darby, Darby, MJF. I mean, come on. You got a lot. You got a lot. All right, it's main event time. We get to the World Heavyweight Championship between Kenny Omega and Adam Page. Now, leading up to this matchup, all of us have kind of agreed that this would be the right time for Adam Page to to become champion. But I was always saying, you know, at least for the past few weeks, man, I'm just worried they're going to screw him. They're going to take it away from him. And then before... Full Gear takes the airwaves. We find out that guess who's in the United States? Okada. And I was like, man, if that's what they're going to do. And you said it last week. You said, no, they don't even have to put the belt up on the line for that. It could just be Okada and Omega. But we may be even closer to seeing that play out because we get confirmation that Ishii is going to be tagging with uh, Orange Cassidy on Rampage against, uh, is it against Butcher and a Blade? Against Butcher and the Blade. So there's all these, like, I'm like, man, this this is a lot of possibilities here. Um, But I really enjoyed that this matchup stuck to the story. It stuck to the, okay, you know, Kenny Omega has been nailing people left and right with the V-trigger, you know, really controlling the pace with the uh, dragon suplex, working the neck and and the body over versus Adam Page having kind of a, well, cowboy shit kind of approach where he's just, you know, throwing them around and hitting clotheslines. I liked that the one-winged angel um, was still protected. As a matter of fact, what I really dug about this was when Paige hit the angel, everybody thought maybe it was over. Like, wow, this is it. No one's kicked out of it. Maybe that's what happens. It would have actually been kind of neat if that was the way it ended, but it's not. Yeah, you know, I... So again, so we know Kenny protects that finisher, mm-hmm. right? And I'm pretty sure nobody's ever kicked out of it, right? To me, this would have been the match where somebody kicks out of it. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna if you're gonna give it away, 
I think this would have been the one to do it. Yeah. But again, it got protected because he didn't even hit it. Mm-hmm. Well, and that was that was kind of cool actually with the fact that this one um didn't go in a way where he had to kick out of it was neat because instead of that he just escapes it. Like he was he was well studied, as Jim Ross would say. You know, he'd studied tape, knew how to escape from the hold instead of having to kick out of it. Um, which, of course, puts up with the if Omega and Page happens again in the rematch. If Page comes out on top, then maybe then is when he actually kicks out. No, or maybe no one I, does. No, I, I think I think the opportunity goes to somebody else now. Hmm. I, I think it works best if Page is not the champ. Okay. You, you know what I'm saying? Uh, to me, that's where, that's where the biggest surprise would come. Well, mm-hmm. uh, you know, cause again, he's a champ, right? So he should technically be better than Kenny. That's true. Uh, that's true. Know, going, going into a rematch. Um, so you wouldn't be, have to escape it or whatever. Yeah. That's yeah, true. That's a good point. Be expecting to get put in it. Mm-hmm. So, but again, you protected it, and it's kind of like the Undertaker, right? You know his his little streak. You know, you wait for the right moment when you know nobody's going to beat the Undertaker, and then Brock just <laughs> demolishes him and causes people to cry. Um, <laughs> and that's, that's what's up. Um, yeah. So now. Now you you know you, you, you I think you got to hold on to it for a while longer. Mm-hmm. Eventually somebody will, but if you were going to do it to me, this would have been the time to do it because that place would have gone like ballistic. If now, and he hit it, and then Page kicked out. Would you have known by watching this matchup that Kenny Omega was unable to use his right shoulder at all? No. Me but, neither. I mean, he's had issues for a long time. Yeah, his shoulder's been giving him problems all year, uh, into last year, actually. Um, report read today, actually this morning, that Omega was unable to even hold the uh, bench press bar up with his right arm. He could not do a bench press because of the fact that his shoulder just was not able to, to function. But no, didn't didn't couldn't tell. Couldn't really even tell at all. He still pulls off just a tremendous performance, proving why he is considered to be the best bout machine. Um, you know, the the way that, in my opinion, Kenny Omega has improved, especially over this title reign, has been the psychology of getting into his opponent's head and getting into the fan's head. You know, he's always been very, very good, and he will always be one of the best to ever do it. But to me, it was always a question of, is he able to pull an emotion out of someone outside of the wrestling match. And this last Saturday night's matchup proved that point, that he could pull you along for the ride, and then when it was time, when that, when that end was coming, it was like, wow, it, actually, you know, it finally happened, and it was a big, big moment. Like, the crowd became un-freaking-glued. But the Bucks come down, and I thought for a moment that we might see you know, kind of a, a Great American Bash 1990 where, 
you know, the elite run down to try to interfere. The Dark Order runs down to fend them off, and that's where we get the finish. But instead, this was weird. Like, not weird in a bad way, but unique. The Bucks come down. Callus is laid out on the apron, and they 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 are walking around the ring, hobbling, more or less, because they're all taped up. Um, and, you know, you're expecting them to interfere, but instead they both give the nod to Kenny to go ahead and end it to go forward. And I thought that was cool because, you know, it's so obvious that there, the run-in could have happened. And this was so different because, like, nobody expected that. Everybody would have expected them to hit a super kick or to put a foot on a rope or something. Instead, instead, he's like, no, we're going to, we're going to, as JR said it, and I thought it was pretty cool, he said he gets a pass, which is like, wow, that's, that's actually really cool. Yeah, uh, you know, but the thing you got to remember is, you know, they were friends, right? They, mm-hmm. Even even when he left, right, the uh, elite, they didn't kick him out, right? They didn't dump him on his head. They didn't bloody him up. They didn't put him in the hospital or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was just like, uh, no, you, you, you're drunk. Go, you know, right, go, right. go do your thing. We're going to leave you alone. You leave us alone, we'll leave you alone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, there wasn't, there wasn't, uh, I'm trying to remember if there were like backstage jump-ins. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, the, he never, I don't recall him getting beat down by them. It wasn't until Omega was established as champion and they beat him up after he was starting to get his confidence up to challenge Kenny. Um, where they hit the BTE trigger and really just put him down. But that was the only time that I can recall where there was ever any real shenanigans, so to speak, as far as what they were going to do. So, you know, again, it was, you know, they they let him bow out gracefully. Mm -hmm. You know, so... I I wasn't expecting, because I was like you, I was expecting there to be shenanigans. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, and maybe Paige gets the better of him, or maybe they accidentally super kick Kenny or right, you know, right. something. But when uh, they show uh, Matt, and he just kind of, like, gives that little nod, like, mm-hmm. you know, go and do it. We're not going to screw this from you. You know, I... I would imagine, but the other thing too that may it, it may come into play is like, you know, like on Wednesday they're like, hey, you know, we want you to come back to the fold, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you to know? try to get the belt back with the uh, elite, yeah, right. So you know, may you know, and then Kenny is like, what'd you do that for, and you know, whatever, you know. So now there's a storyline with Kenny that ultimately probably takes over. Because I, I, so I can like see this, like, so this is, this is what I see with them, right? So Kenny is kind of like dumped on his head, mm-hmm. right? And because of the shoulder injury, he's allowed to, to go rest up, mm-hmm. right? So he's off TV, right? Then you got Adam uh, Cole and the Young Bucks, right? And you got, of course, Bobby Fish with Adam Cole and then, you know, guess whose contract is up mm-hmm. in the near future right right and one fateful night adam cole and fish dropped the young bucks 
and out comes Kyle. All right, so now the young bucks have to play up, you know, because it's three on two. Mm-hmm. And the young bucks, of course, turn into the baby faces and the new and improved era are, of course, the heels. They're, you know, just super heels. Mm-hmm. Six months down the road when Kenny comes back, you know, the music hits. The crowd goes ballistic because, oh, here comes Kenny, makes the save, and now we get the era versus mm-hmm. the elite, mm-hmm. you know. So it'll be beautiful TV. Well, I mean, I think it's also super smart booking. Let's let's give, you know, the guy that that has been just working his ass off for the past two years for this company, not to mention the rest of the time, um, you know, to let's give him a chance to rest and get better. And then when he comes back, we'll do – literally, you can do whatever you want with him at this point. Right. I mean, you can put him in there and bring in dream match after dream match. However he wants to cement his legacy is up to him. Right. Well, plus, too, it gives Paige a chance to breathe. Mm-hmm. Right. So he doesn't have to get put into any type of yeah. match stuff with Kenny. Yeah. 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 I agree. You know? Or, or by that time, maybe Danielson has taken the title, and we'll get a Danielson versus you know, Omega. So, or crap, maybe Okada comes in and gets the title. Dude, get I mean Okada versus you know, Omega for that AEW belt. There's so many options that they have here. Um, I saw on some of the post game stuff, post uh, event stuff through YouTube where some fans were saying maybe MJF you know challenges Paige and Paige's ego or confidence gets the better of him and he loses it a month in you know what I mean like people are actually predicting this to happen which you know I suppose could Um, I feel like it would be too early for MJF he doesn't have to rush he could I mean yeah you could do it it's not necessarily a bad thing but it doesn't have to be right now it's not a forced situation well, again, I, I think if you give MJF a little bit more time to percolate, right? Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's probably one of the most, I mean, if you were to take a poll of AEW fans, like which wrestler do you really hate the most? You know, overwhelming is going to be MJF. Mm-hmm. And it's simply because the fans are playing the part, right? We all love MJF. Every every last thing, one of us love MJF. Mm-hmm. But we understand what MJF is supposed to be. Right. I mean, like that stupid purple robe. <laughs> the, the, the frills. The robe. Right. Like, what was that? It's like his yeah. bathrobe. Uh, I'm just going to put some frills in it. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, again, it's, it's, it's funny, right? It's like, what in the hell is he wearing? But then you're like, oh, wait, he's playing a part, right? He's he's the biggest heel they have, right? So we have to we're gonna play along because you know we're not ready to to give that up yet because he's he's so good as a heel. But I, you know, again, I I I, I want to see him percolate a little bit more. I want to see mm-hmm. more more shenanigans. I want to see them get this ironed out right with you know if he has a stable, you know. What, what guys, I want to see them get elevated. Yeah. You know. 
Well, and here's the thing. You you said it just a few minutes ago. I want to see Adam Page have a chance to breathe and have a run. It doesn't have to be, you know, a year long. It doesn't have to be Kenny Omega's run. But I want to see him have a legit title reign. I get tired of the transitional champion role. Yeah, sometimes you're going to have to have that. But right now, you really don't. You have plenty of people that you can line up and have tremendous matchups with. There's plenty of interest. It's still very, very early. You know, if we get three months down the road and the crowd just doesn't care, which I can't see happening, but, you know, if they just don't buy in to Paige as champion, then so be it. You make a change. But even then, it still has to be the right guy. And I, I'm a, you, you know, I'm a huge punk mark. That's That's true. And I love Brian Danielson, but outside of those two guys, right now, who would you see that would take the world title? Miro? Miro. Yeah. So you need a little bit more time to build that. you got to give a monster feel. You'd have to have him. In my opinion, he runs through the Dark Order. He stretches them out. Like week after week after week until finally it's just Adam Page. Your friends are all broken. You know, kind of like Bane and Batman. And that, to me, makes sense. And if you had to do it, three months' time is, is probably a good timeline to do that. Um, three months' time between now and then, I think that would be winter is coming. I think they're going to do that again this year. Oh, no, no. Isn't it uh, Battle of the Belts or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Battle of the Belts. Battle of the Belts. So, yeah. if, if you have to, I guess you could do that. But Adam Page is so crazy popular right now. I really have a hard time seeing anything negative in his title reign. Obviously, it's early, but you know what I mean? Like, I just don't foresee anything happening. Right. Well, I mean, Paige is, like, the fans' champion. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So now, I mean, he's got, there are so many, like, that are now lining up, though. Mm-hmm. That any, any of them, any number of them can do it. Right. The key is to do it when it's the right time. Yes. So to give pages run and then pull the trigger on the, you know, on the new champ. But I think him probably more than any of the other ones. Mm-hmm. Page is probably going to be long term. So Page is going to get another run somewhere down the line. Oh, yeah. And it'll, yeah. it'll probably be. You know, again, a matter of months after he loses. Um, so I, I mean, you know, I don't think Jericho gets another run. Moxley is possible when he comes back. You know, mm-hmm. Of course, Kenny is possible, um, but I think I think Paige would probably be the one to get it, get it, become the two-time faster than anybody else. You know, speaking of this, right? So. Again, these subtle little hints, right, that they, that AEW does that apparently nobody picks up on until after the fact. Mm-hmm. All right, so on Kenny Omega's uh, Facebook page, I think it is, his header. Oh, yeah, yeah, his banner. Yeah, <laughs> had had all four of them on there. I mean, in the foreshadowing of that is crazy because, yeah. I mean. It's been on there for months. Yeah, well, it's been like that. Since he started his his uh, social media, like when AEW started, he put it up there. And the thing that stands out is, and Tony Khan said this in the in the media scrum, 
you know, his plan was always for it to look this way, which, I mean, dude, as young as Tony Khan is, it's insane to think just how smart he is with how he has planned this stuff. So I, I, I don't know if like this is 100% him mm-hmm. or if this is like, hey, I've got this plan. Now, how do we get it to work? Yeah, very true. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, hey, you know, let's let's have, you know, because again, I don't think, do I think that they actually had this plan when they flipped the phones around mm-hmm. before double or nothing no because you didn't even know i think it was just bait that they were like hey adam flip this phone you know when you flip it you got the aw banner right now maybe who knows maybe you know maybe they've been planning longer maybe mm-hmm. they've been you know had discussed storylines maybe they were like adam you know because i'm almost positive like Going into uh, the the first match for the world title, Jericho and, and Page, like they come out and said Adam Page is going to be world champion. Mm-hmm. You know he's he's this is the guy. So even back then they had this planned out, but you know I don't think you can account you can take an account for say Moxley showing up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So maybe that pushes the plan back. And then this this storyline starts to take place, you know, with uh, Paige and Omega becoming tag champs, you know, them having that run, and you know, then oh, Impact and is coming around, uh, what AAA is coming around, and oh, we're going so now we're putting these other titles on Omega, and we're gonna mm-hmm. let this run the course, and at the same time, we're just gonna keep moving Paige a little bit further back, a little bit further back, but the story is like being created as they go almost. You know, to me, it's kind of like Candyland, right? Yeah. Flip the card over. Oh, it's Mox's picture, so let's go back Mm -hmm. three spaces. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's a good point. I mean, they have so many to pick from right now that it's it's so super, you know, intriguing as to what they're going to do. Oh, by the way, Hey, for all those uh, Hangman Adam Page fans that would like to get him to do an interview, <clears throat> I wouldn't mind. It says, tell them I ain't doing any more of those podcasts as long as I live. You think I want to be on the Don and Dookie YouTube show or whatever? Yeah, right. Get a clue. I'm champion now. I got so much shit to do. I'm already stressed. <laughs> yeah, He's a I damn mean, that, genius. That, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, well. But hey, however, champ, thanks for the autograph and the t-shirt. And I got for next to nothing. I'll never forgive him for that. Never! <laughs> and the two sweets, not once but twice, will always have that moment, champ. Always. Always. Mm-mm-mm. You waited until always. that last second to just needle that in there, didn't you? Champ, you? The champ likes me. And I, I might, maybe I call him up and say, hey. Uh, we've got a relationship, but remember or not, uh, well, why don't you come on with podcast? Hey, hey, Stan Grubb with a Don and Dookie show. How could I? <laughs> you know, we, I should do that. I should do that. Be like, look, so, so corner to corner. You may not remember, but we met down in Charlotte. We had a moment. 
<laughs> we, we had, had a, a thing. <laughs> I made you some extra money by bringing along the two knuckleheads. They paid you extra. Then we had a moment later on with a little two sweets. Why don't you come on the show? <laughs> little do we know, he probably listens and he's like, these assholes always give me a hard time at the <laughs> stupid, stupid Legends Fest. I didn't even want to be there. <laughs> You know what it would be funnier if we got some stupid note. <laughs> oh my god, a little presser from the, from the desk of Hangman Page. I told you no more podcast. <laughs> we did not have a moment. <laughs> Stop calling my house. <laughs> I'll be like, yes, Page, we did. It's on video. I got it on video. We touched, brother. We touched. Oh my god. <laughs> We can say we knew them when, right? We did. We, did. you know, we've had we that good fortune to see, you know, certain talents just before they broke out. Uh-huh. That's one of my favorite things about wrestling is seeing them like when they start, when they break out, and then eventually when they retire. And and Paige, we are Virginia boys, just like you. I mean, hey. We got that common bond. Huh? I know. If, if huh? you're going to do it, if you're going to do it, let's, let's lay down the reasons why. And if it Virginia makes him boys, feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Virginia skin boys. Skin to skin. Uh, made you some money. Now that's a little weird. Okay. He made it weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it was fingertips. Fingertips. <laughs> fingertips. I still remember. Just the tip. The skin to the skin. The skin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bite him on the show. And Champ, if it makes you feel better, we'll call the show the Don and Dookie Show just to make you feel better. (laughs) One night only. (laughs) Welcome to the Don and Dookie Show. That's so funny. What are you sending pictures of here? Uh, That's not me. That's Shane. I know. Where's he at? I think he is at New Japan Strong. Oh, nice. But here's the thing. There's nothing to see. (laughs) <laughs> what do you say? Well, it's yeah, an empty behind, ring. Though. Thanks, buddy. They're, they're behind. They, they have, what, three hours behind? So they may, they're they probably just now starting the show. Yeah. So. Well, because I mean, he's California, right? Yeah, he's a California guy. guy. Him and him and uh, Sonny went to the movie theater to watch Full Gear. Um, still surprises me, like I said on Saturday, that Sonny takes the time. Enjoying the show, but to tell us all about what he hated. <laughs> I love you, Sonny, but crack me up, dude. All that time, all your friends there, you're there with Shane, and you're just on your phone. <laughs> this show sucks, and this is why. <sighs> you should leave Sonny alone. I love to pick on him. He loves to pick on me, too. It's okay. It's all right. Privately. Privately. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Before we uh, before we sign off, um, oh hey, wait, what's that? What the, oh man, we you went long with the papers. Um, there was something I wanted to bring up. Oh, okay. Wanted to have a little discussion about, but now I can't remember. <laughs> well, we're, oh. here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna t- take this this discussion we're gonna have. We're gonna put a pin in it. We're gonna put it right up here, and when we and come we're back. Forget. And we put a pin in it. It's just pinned thing. What the hell is that? Why is it up there? Why is it on my wall? <laughs> Boy, you see the paper. 
So <laughs> why is it blank? What the hell? Brian, what is this? <laughs> Damn, it was gonna be good it was gonna be good too, just a little I can't I can't oh well. I screwed up. I should have wrote it down. It's all right, man. It's all right. I don't blame you. It's okay. It's been, it was a very tiring event. Not a bad way. Just as long. It was, it was a lot of stuff. How would you rate this pay per view now that it's done? Mm. Let's just say on a grade scale from A to F. From A to F. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I give it. I give it probably. B plus. Mm, B plus. Okay. Okay. I would say honestly, uh, I, I think B B plus is is pretty solid. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, matchup wise, like, like I said earlier, it, if you got a, a pay per view with a bunch of three stars and a, and a solid four to five star at the main event, you're doing something right. I feel like this is kind of how that that show went. Some great moments, some questionable stuff, but hey, all in all, I definitely enjoyed it probably the best wrestling on television right now period per this is what it is per 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 all right well hey that's gonna do it for us uh for oh wait i remember oh you did you did i forgot okay you forgot are you sure wait wait a minute no wait a minute no. See, I, re- I get jokes. I remember Wayne's World. Wait a minute. Was that, was that actually from Wayne's World? Yeah, yeah. During the first movie, like where they're sitting on a bench, he's like, wait a minute. No. <laughs> he does it like four times. I haven't seen Wayne's World forever. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wayne's World. <laughs> it's a classic, man. Party uh, on, Stan. Hey, party on. Party on, Brian. Uh, hey, Next week we'll talk about uh, something. We've, we'll have the first Virginia version of Dynamite in the books, as Norfolk Scope, the Chartway Chartway Arena, excuse me, will uh, hold Dynamite. So we'll talk about that. Hey, Survivor Series is this weekend. Don't be shocked. It is. I know we've talked about it so much, but it's this weekend. So we'll probably go over results at least and just run down the card of what it was. Um, and of course, any breaking news. Count on us to report it. We will be here for you. Catch up with Rob on Twitter at Rob Hefner C two C. What do you got? Hmm? You were going to say something else? No, uh, I kind of got my uh, cord stuck. Oh, that ain't I no went good. to raise up. It almost jerked my headset off. I've done that maybe once or twice. I'm not going to say why. Anyway. Um, Catch up with Brian at Vlad Dragul C2C and catch up with me at Stan Grub everywhere. And Corner to Corner can be found at C2C Radio Show on Twitter, Corner to Corner Show on Facebook, and C2C Radio Show.com. Thank you again for listening, everybody. We will see you next week. Have a great night. <laughs>
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 